<laughs> what was that? To another episode of Grandma's well, Girls. Stutter. I don't know. Sounds like my car. No, she ends having car problems. <laughs> so my car died. Um, I was driving home Saturday, and I was at a stoplight, and my car was like, "Oh, goodbye." So I had to turn it off and then turn it back on and then it was like literally puttering as I was I think it's home. the spark plugs as a person that doesn't know anything about cars. Yeah, I mean, it could be. And then yesterday I literally went less than like half a mile to I had to pick up and it's not overheating or anything. No. Yeah. My check engine light is on, but what pops up is I have something like it's a tire sensor. Oh. So that's the only reason why, and it was popping up because of that, like, months ago, mm. and um, then... Well, maybe it's popped on because of something else, but you don't know, because it was popped on because of the so, tire. <laughs> then it died as I was exiting the store, and I turned it off, but it was taking a little bit longer to click over. Oh, my God. So, I'm like, please just get me home. Yeah, I hate please. that feeling. I so, hate it. I called the mechanic... I have to bring it over Wednesday to get it, um, to get an inspection, but then he wants me to bring it back Friday, so I'm just like, listen, I'm dropping it off Tuesday Yeah, night. get a diagnostic, figure it out, and fucking fix it, thank you. Yeah, I'm just gonna drop it off Tuesday night and, like, probably just write something out and just be like, listen, just keep it till Friday, you don't it's have... It's like, something's wrong, I can't drive it. Something's wrong, I cannot drive it, um, thank you, you so much. My sister, well, because I don't get paid till Thursday, but if they do something Wednesday, she said that she'll she'll help, oh. help you know, you know, pay. take care of it first, and then, and then like you pay her back. Yeah, because you know it'd be that paycheck to paycheck lifestyle. Is it really? Yeah, Shan. I I told you my one flaw is I'm terrible with money. <laughs> How school? School's going really good. Okay, I have. Like a 99 point whatever average so far in my one class. Thank you. Thank you. My other class, I'm doing well. I feel like because my two projects that I did was like an 82 and an 83. But my Great. homework that I did, 55. That's like me. That would be me. I'm like, what the fuck? What is it again? So I'm, Medical coding. No, that not yet. Okay. So um, the first one is a typing class. Oh, all right. So I'm nailing that one. Okay, yeah. And then the second one is just kind of doing projects on Microsoft Word. Uh, so I know how to do it my way. So I'm actually doing it by the book. Yeah. Is um, muy interesante. I, I mean, anything by the book is so annoying and not really the way that life is. So. But I'm also stupid. using a Mac computer. So it's a little bit differently. So I'm trying to follow what the book is telling me. And it does give me Mac tips in there. But uh, I have to like go online and search. Figure it out. How do you do it on a Mac? Yeah, I don't, I never had a Mac in my life. Me either. I mean, my cousin's being sweet and she lent it to me. But I'm just like, what the fuck I'm doing? Because you didn't have a laptop. Well, my laptop that I have is 100 years old and I need to get it fixed, right, right, but right. I can barely afford my life as it is. So. Okay, okay, okay. What's going on with you? Any car troubles? Um, no car troubles and I got my hospital bill. Oh. They helped me out and it was $1,600 and I was like, fine, awesome. And then I got a letter in the mail today saying that it's 100% covered. That's great. And I don't even know how. I'm not eligible for Medicare or Medicaid. It's Medicaid. Medicaid. You're too old for, too yeah, for too Medicare. Old. Whatever the fuck it is. And uh, I don't know why. I don't so know. So what ends up happening is a social worker of some sort, like, works out. Like, they probably can figure, like, what you make. She asked for my bank statements of the last two months, I think. So, uh, yeah, I was I was like, you want my bank statements? What they do is they see what you can afford. Yeah. Monthly or however their payment plan is. So, and they have so much fucking money. At the I know, I know. That. Because it's like, I'm, it's not like I have money by any means, but I also have a little, like, I have money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm, I don't have like $5,000 in my bank. Like, I have money. So I'm surprised that they billed me $1,600 and now it's free. 
Don't ask questions. No, I'm, I'm sure I ain't. Hold on to everything. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, right. I know. I'm keeping everything. Yeah, I, keep I kind of want to call and just be like, what I'm seeing here is correct. <laughs> that correct. is correct, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, this, is, this is covered. Yeah, so crazy. Um. Okay, Plum story. Oh, yeah. My puppy Plum. So ridiculous. Last weekend, Keaton's gone. I've told this story so many times. So who was ever listening has already heard it. Sorry. Sorry, I don't get to see her um, as often as you guys do. And I saved. I was going to te- Wait, did I text you? I don't think so. Yes, I did text you about the vibrator. Oh, yes! <laughs> I texted you in the vet because I thought my little dog swallowed my vibrator. The best part of this entire story is that your mom found it. Yeah, yeah. The, the point of the story is my mom did find it. I hear it turned on in the background when she called me. So, look, <laughs> going back. Well, our fans don't know. Yeah, going back, <laughs> I was alone at the house. I'm super high. It's like 1130 at night, and I realize... My vibrator was in the bed, and now it's not. Okay? So there's really only one option. Plum did something with it. So I, I'm i up until like 1 a.m. trying to find this thing. I tear apart our bedroom, all the upstairs rooms, and I can't find it. And I'm like, okay, cool. Plum's going to die. Uh, she definitely has a vibrator stuck in her. I try to sleep. I can't. I wake up the next morning. I look again downstairs, upstairs. I can't find it. So I call the vet, the emergency vet, of course. And I say, my dog swallowed my vibrator. Is that possible? And they're like, how much does she weigh? I'm like, 35 pounds. It's about like three inch bullet. It's like a little vibrator bullet. I was like, you know what I'm talking about, right? (laughs) And I'm like, is that even possible? And she's like... Anything's possible. I was like, all right, I'm going in. Like, I couldn't settle down. And I was willing to spend thousands of dollars to see if Plum had a vibrator stuck in her. So I go to the vet and she's like, unless a dog is in distress, you're going to be here pretty much all day. And I was like, fine, I can't relax anyway. So thankfully, four hours go by. I have to call my mom to let our other dog, Banjo, out. So, of course, she gets to the house and she starts looking. And then she calls me while I'm there. And she's like, Dina, is it pink? I was like, yes, it's pink. She's like, it won't turn off. I was like, why'd you turn it on? And uh, and she's like, it was underneath the couch. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. So Plum took it from the bed, chewed on it, brought it downstairs, hit it under the couch. And I thought she swallowed it. Well... Thank God she didn't. Thank God she didn't. I I mean, in my head, and this was before I got my hospital bill. So I thought I was going to have a fucking $20,000 hospital bill, another $2,000 from the vet. Plum was going to have surgery or she was going to die. And thankfully. The moral of this story is get a drawer and put all of your vibrators in it. I did, yeah. I threw that one out, and I I bought a new vibrator. I bought a new vibrator. I bought some blowjob gel. Okay. And obviously uh, edible. I don't mean. I don't know why yeah, I'm asking a stupid yeah. question. And uh, and some and some lube, like water based sensitive lube for ladies that have sensitive parts. Um, what me. what flavor was it? Well. So the Girls Gotta Eat podcast, they came out with like vibrators and blowjob gels. They have two flavors that are very odd. Mango. I love mango. Uh, see, like, I don't know. As a blowjob gel, I wouldn't choose mango. And mm-hmm. this new one, French vanilla or vanilla frosting. And the only reason that I'm going with them is because this one girl it was a chef, a cook. Like she knows flavor. She they I, I just trust them and they wouldn't steer me into a disgusting. Imagine mixing the both of them no. though. Uh, uh, the mango thing fits. is a little much. Okay, so now I need a boyfriend to do all these blow jobs with with all those flavors. Yeah, stuff. right. So I, I'll tell you how it is. Because I don't do that shit for free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm celibate now. <laughs> After all my wait, drama. what? So what's up with the Colombian? I broke things off okay. a few weeks ago because I'm just I'm over it. I don't. You're just like I'm bored with you. Not only that, but it's like um, I'm never gonna go over there and marry you. I'm not gonna. Yeah, but we can still go to Colombia. Yeah, but I don't have to visit him. Mm. I 
All right, you're over it. I'm over it, and I she's moving on. Moving folks. on, moving on to uh, to anybody else? No, okay. She's she's doing her own thing. You're working, working. You're, you're schooling. Um, did I tell you I had a, another job interview? Oh, with uh, CSCA. Yes. So it's a union company. So I would um, the job that I essentially interviewed for was for member services. So I would be doing a lot of the similar stuff. That Why I'm doing do you want now. to get at it? Um, I would stay with urgent care, oh. but what would I? What would happen is I would be CSEA. I would have all state benefits. After five years, I get a pension. I Hell can yeah. essentially work in any of the five areas that are there. Long Island being one of them, Nick. Ah. <laughs> I told him, I'm like, listen, if I get this job, Shannon's gearing for him. I am. Uh, I, I said, when I get this job, I could relocate to Long Island so then you could get off your ass and actually be my boyfriend. He's <laughs> like, whoa! <laughs> Landed on thick. Um, so I have our life all planned out, Nick. It's fine. <laughs> but no. Run, Nick. Run. <laughs> <laughs> but my goal is if I... So this other job that I'm uh, interviewing for is right in Latham. So it's right down the street oh, from my nice, job. So nice. because I don't have a car, my sweet... The car will get fixed. It, it will get fixed. But my sweet coworker is going to drop me off there, then go to work. I'm going to be late due to car issues. And then, no, that was all in quotes. It's not really in quotes. It's true. You're not lying about it. (laughs) No one knows, aside from her, that I have this interview. Oh, I see what you mean. So, I'm going to go there. Then I'm going to walk, because it's like five minutes by car. So, I'm going to walk and get my stop at Santa Mara. So, this position is for a receptionist, but I don't really know. Um, But, ideally, I would get one of the two positions, and I would still work nights and every other weekend at urgent care then i would quit dsw and still work oh i forgot about dsw i fucking love it man i really do, do. Really? i just shoot the shit this, i just shoot the shit with everybody it's so fucking easy do people come in and you're like this shit would look fabulous on oh you. my god i definitely schmooze it with yeah. like the older ladies like i'm looking for a type of shoe do you for get commish no oh, all right no but i get 30 percent off so, and that's um, I need Doc it. Martens. You like Doc Martens? I need a boot. Like, I'm a combat boot kind of oh, gal. Oh, Doc Martens. I'm thinking of fucking Bur- Burks. I, I, I don't. Burks. I like Birkenstocks, too, the, honestly. The Doc Martens boots are really, really cute. I know. I mean, I just want black ones. Yeah, no, but they're really fucking cute. Okay, well. What size are you? Eights. Okay. So. I'll keep a lookout. Make sure they go on s- yeah. I don't know if they go on sale, though. Well, give me your discount. Uh, and, Doc. And uh, I'll Venmo you. Doc Martens for products. I mean, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, I can get... Yeah, oh, use my discount? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Totes. totes. Okay, great. Absolutely. Do you have anything else you want to talk about before we get into it? Uh, Yesterday was a cheese tour, Washington County cheese tour. And it was also 9-11. May they rest in peace. Do you remember where you were for 9-11? Yeah, of course. I was in maybe 11th grade, 12th grade, 11th grade? I was in 7th grade. And my teacher, who was an alcoholic, came in. And, uh... I don't know why I find that so funny. She was old. I forget her name. But it is funny, because she left. And, like, in the middle of the school year. And somewhat recently, like, within the last three years, somebody else from my school came in, and, and we were talking about it. And then she's like, oh, yeah, when she left, she went to rehab. I was like, oh! Good for her. I know. Good for her. I wonder what she's... She's probably dead now. So the cheese... Cheese tour? Anyway, the cheese tour. Yeah, it's Washington County. You just drive around the country. You pet farm animals. You eat cheese samples. Get some wine. Cheese from like goats and cows or... Yep. Goats, cows, and shrimp. Uh, Shrimp. 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 (laughs) Shrimp cheese. (laughs) (laughs) I'd eat it. Shrimp cheese. I'd eat it too. I would try it. Yeah. Any kind of cheese. What do you think is better, goat or cow? I don't like goat cheese. Sorry, everyone out there. Sheep or goat? Sheep. Sheep or cow? Sheep. Really? Yeah, I love sheep's cheese. I don't think I've ever had sheep's. You probably have and just didn't realize it. There's mixtures out there of goat and sheep cheese or goat and. cow I like a combo I don't love a goaty goat cheese but I do like a sheepy sheeps cheese mm. so way to go sheeps way to go sheeps and uh that's it that was that's all I've done okay well before we start this episode I just want to put a little trigger warning for anyone who's been in anyone who's boring 
I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I'm just going to say a trigger warning because we're going to be discussing the Army Hammer um, documentary, kind of. We're also going to be talking about Keep, the, Keep This Between Us, which is another documentary that I asked Dina to watch, but I never did. And right. um, So it's kind of, it has, so I guess anyone that has a sensitivity to... Um, anyone that's a Gen Z probably shouldn't listen. Okay, great. This is like Dina, <laughs> not me. <laughs> Just a trigger warning. So I want to kind of get into the beginning of Army Hammer because he was born in a very affluent uh, yeah. family. He yes. comes from fucking money. Yes. And anything that I know about people with money is... They're fucked up. They're crazy. Yeah, yeah. No, that kind of money should not exist. It is not good for the soul and mentally. I did look up his net worth, like his physical net worth, not well, what he would it's... be inherited. He's 100000 right now. Yeah, no, they cut him off. His family cut him off. Yeah, so. like I was just like... His family cut him off and society cut him off because of these accusations. Okay. I mean, I'm not saying he's completely innocent here, but I'm saying like okay. So let's let's the guy's fucked. Let's get into okay, it. Okay. okay, so he's got a brother. He um, now hold on. I have no idea who Army Hammer is, except oh, t- that these talk about it. accusations came up, and I was like, "Oh, he's hot, and he talks he's about dirty." Very things. handsome. He does. He does love BDSM, and he gets a little filthy, rotten, dirty. And I but love it. I want to kind of. All right, I'm gonna. Okay, I'm gonna she's educate gonna t- you a little bit. Tell us I'm gonna about try him. to make it as short as possible. So, Army Hammer, who's also known as Armand Douglas Hammer, was named after his technically great great grandfather. Okay. He was born in Los Angeles to his parents, Drew Ann and Michael. Drew Ann. Drew Ann. Um, he was born August 28th, 1986, so he's a fucking Virgo. <laughs> and he's fucking crazy. <laughs> uh, both him and his brother, Victor, share the same names as their great-grandparents. Great. Okay. Um, his parents moved him and his brother to the out of L.A. Um, to... Uh, some sort of Cayman Islands. Oh, which Grand Cayman Islands. But I feel like in Cayman like Islands, the Bahamas, there's like Bahamas. a lot of. Um, is it British? I'm not. I'm not here for geography. I don't know. Okay, I just that's know not that what it, I meant. Is it owned by the British people? It's a Virgin Island. I'm assuming. I don't know. Okay, I I wasn't great at that. Okay, we'll look it up. Um, and then from there, but I feel like the Cayman Islands. I feel like. It's a lot of, like, undocumented money that's being funded to, like, you know, not appropriate places. But that's just my opinion, so don't come at me. Okay. Um, they finally moved to Dallas, Texas when he was becoming school age. And then um, he attended a, a Christian Academy school. His Fucking family... Christian. Is, it, is, it is British, guys. It I love that British. for you. Um, his family wasn't too keen on him becoming an actor they weren't really supportive they wanted him to be uh, be in the business and he started as they all do in school he was rooster hannigan in sixth grade production of annie he played um i played tessie in little orphan annie i was one of the orphans yeah (laughs) nbd um and then he went to uh, pasadena city college and then ucla and then he, like, um, a lot of, like, he, uh, la, 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 on top of being in college, he was also going to school for acting and going out for roles. His big break was the Facebook movie where he paid mm. the the Winklevoss twins. So it oh, was the I social network that. in 2010. Okay. Um, he married his wife. Elizabeth Chambers in 2010 as well. She's like an actress, model, you know. She's Annoying. very beautiful. They had two children together. And then in July of 2020, she filed for divorce for citing irrecon- irreconcilable differences. And then months later, all the sexual allegations happened. But all while he was married, so 2000, so this is kind of when the documentary starts. In 2000, in. I think it was like 19, 2018, um, this girl, Courtney, I forget her last yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. She was talking about how he had seen her. It's like, she's from Dallas, Texas. She's a business owner. And he, she saw him, like her friend pointed him out 
and they saw each other from afar, and then he started following her. He, yep. She followed him, and then they started DMing. So he was love-bombing her in the beginning of the relationship, and they were, um, started to get, like, this, started to get to know each other, like, on a more intimate level in the sense that, like, he was... He brought up sexual things. No, like, he... I mean, intimate in a way where, like, not a lot of other people probably know about him. Like, oh, I see what you They mean. shared past childhood traumas. They shared, you know, just... She had a tumultuous relationship before. They were vulnerable with each other. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and then they finally met, and, like, she always said that every time they were together, she always felt like something was wrong. Something... Like, her body was almost telling mm-hmm. her something was wrong, but... It wasn't until... Like, well, is it because he was married with children? So he told her that him and his wife had separated. He was living in New York City. Okay. She was living in L.A. Okay. Which, okay, sure. Yeah. Um, and... You're like, this hottie's telling me this? All right. <laughs> but uh, I want to kind of go back. Before they actually met, they were communicating for months, and he was taking a road trip. This was, like, around 4th of July from Florida to... To LA, and he was going to stop in Dallas, Texas to visit her. But she had already made plans to go to New York for the 4th of July. And he ended up sending her text messages of pictures of her apartment, like outside of her apartment, the lobby. And she's like, scary. Yeah. And she was like, What are you doing there? And when she got home, he wrote a note and says, I can't wait to bite the fuck out of you. And he signed it. Hot. Very hot. She took it as. She didn't take it as, like, oh, my God, I should run. She, she like, was like, oh, he really loves, he cares about me, yeah, you know? right, right. Um, because up until that point, he didn't, aside from showing up to her house, knowing where the fuck she lives without her, like, telling yeah, him. Yeah, that part is scary. She, uh, she was like, oh, he really cares about me. Sure. And then um, they finally meet and. When they're too nice, you can't trust them. no. When they're too charismatic. You oh, and he was charismatic. That. And I, he was charismatic. He knew how to get into girls' heads. Yeah. Um, obviously, she wasn't the only person. Um, but he also... So when they got together, everything was fine. And then I think she found out that there was possibly, like, another girl involved. Oh, he had, like, gone on a date with one of the uh, Bruce Willis's daughters. And oh. she was like... Even though they never had that, like, the exclusive conversation, like, she was like, um, you you really upset me. I don't know if I can do this. And she, like, went to his house and they, like, broke up, essentially. And then he was like, I know I'm not supposed to talk to you, but I, I you know, I really, I miss you, blah, 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 blah. Well, they were sharing each other's locations and she was on a walk with her friend and he shows up on his motorcycle she was, like, at the time, I thought that his was him, like, making a romantic gesture. Yeah, right, right. She got on the back of the motorcycle, and that's when things kind of intensified. That's when, like, the romance kind of, like, went out of the way and... Controlling. It was one of the first times. She never divulged into what he did, but she said it was the most... Um, he pretty much embarrassed her. He put her in the situation where she... I'm assuming he probably did some BDSM stuff with her, degrading. Like humiliating. Yeah, yeah, she was okay. humiliated, degraded. Um, and he, what he really wanted was someone to be his uh, submissive. He wanted yeah. someone to um, be obedient. And another... Yeah, you guys, I mean, that, you, you have to be... Um, this needs to be consensual for that to Absolutely. work. <laughs> or, or it's illegal. <laughs> no, and I don't think any of those conversations had been um, talked about. There was never ever like a safe word. There was never, none of these girls ever talked about there ever being yeah, a safe word right. or anything. Because I don't think, I think they were confused. The, do you have any of the text messages that were written? Because so I wrote one, those down and they were fucking hot as hell. The one thing that I have, and it was about, I think Julia Morris who's actually an artist she like uh is like a model photographer type thing one of the things that she said was he told her that my bet was going to involve showing up at your place and completely tying you up and incapacitating you and being able to do whatever whatever I wanted to you and every single hole in your body until I was done with it he talked about how he was 100% a cannibal 
Yeah, the That's things where, it gets where a little... he was like, I want to eat you. I need you so bad that I need your blood. Yeah. I mean, I'm into it. Uh, I am into it. That is hot as fuck when I was wa- I didn't watch a documentary. I was just watching YouTubes about him. And I was getting real turned on, ladies. Let me just say that. I got bored with the documentary, and I don't mean to be rude about it. Well, but... because there's no end result. All these, like, nothing really happened besides he freaked people out. Maybe possibly hurt these women. Well, there was a girl. She uh, said, like, he banged her head against the wall. Her, she oh. went by something, but I think her name is Effie. So she had dated him in, like, 2016. And he had raped her for four hours. He had now he had held a knife up to her neck, and every time she tried to get away from him, he was chasing her. And he like replied to her like, "I never felt more like a god when I was able to do this to you." That to me is out of line. Obviously, if you're getting raped, it's out of line. (laughs) Yeah, I'd say that too, but. but at what, Again, we need consensual. Aside from that situation, at, at what point do we say BDSM is inappropriate? Like, you need to have well, that conversation. You, yeah, you that's, need to have a safe word. You need to... No means no. Yeah. I mean, it's, very, it's pretty simple. But if a girl's like, this is uncomfortable Courtney for me, did say, stop. never once did I say um, no. She's, oh. So that's why he's not in jail for these things. Never once did she say, no, I don't want to do this. Okay. It was always, he like manipulated her into mm-hmm. doing it. Yeah, I mean... Which I can see that happening because... Look how much hair is falling out. <laughs> because he is super hot. He says really hot things that make you feel like he's... I mean, any woman, all we want is to be, like, so desired. Of course. I mean, I want someone to want me so bad that they want to rip me open and eat my organs. Okay. Like, that's super hot in fantasy. In reality, am I afraid that this guy's going to go down with me and rip my clit off and swallow it whole? That's... That's that's extreme. That's extreme. Like, I don't need that. I don't actually want to be injured. I just want you (laughs) to play pretend. Can we all just enjoy this? Yeah. Like, why you got to take it that far? Would you let someone, like, hogtie you and fuck the shit out of you? Only if I trusted them. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't trust charismatic people, so in this situation, if, no. Mean, <laughs> hypothetically, Army is like schmoozing the shit out of you for a night. For a night, you get a get out of jail free card. Yeah. Would you let him have his way with your body? I I would yes until I was in that moment and I was like shit I'm hogtied and I think this guy's gonna eat my clit. <laughs> And then, or like rip a nipple off. That I'm not into. I don't want to yeah. get hurt. Yeah. Well, that's the problem. Is um... now with me, I would, I would. I mean, I wouldn't put myself in that situation. I would not have a man that is a stranger completely tie me down where right. I can't escape. Okay. Yeah. Yes, would I have a good time? And he's saying all these things. A little nipple, a little bruise. Oh, that a little, was, that was a little the, blood? Okay, I'm okay with that. If he bit you and he asked you to get a tattoo of it so he could have his mark on you forever, would you do it? Only if we were, only if we were together forever, not not for. That was one of the things he, he said to the girls, like, I want, like, I'm going to bite you and you get a tattoo. I mean, I love getting bit. I love, um, I tell Keaton to bite me I don't all mind the time. biting. Yeah. Um, but he, like. I think it was Courtney who said, like, you know, he pretty much wanted to make his mark on you. I mean, again, kind of hot. I <laughs> A little hot. At a certain extent, yes. I'm all for it. <laughs> Leave your mark on me, you know. But, but again, it goes back to trust. It's you all have about to respect. trust this person. It's all about trust. It's all about making sure you have those safe words. You yeah. have those rules kind of set. If I say no, are you going to stop? Yeah. If I say no, you stop. Yeah. And, and if, if not, and he seems like he's to not going to stop. He seems like the type of person that doesn't get told no very often. And then he has a hissy fit if he doesn't get his way and he's just going to make his way happen. Yeah. Right. That's I've always, I, I mean, I've always wanted a stalker. I think that's really hot. No, it is not Dina. In fantasy it is. Not in reality, and he's got to be looking like Army Hammer if it's the fat slob that I'm gonna tell eats you this potato right chips. Now. 9.9% I know, of the time, they're these scumbags that hide behind the screens of I a know, computer, okay, eating a bag of potato chips. Yeah, I mean, 
I guess let's keep the chips out of it. We love potato chips. I love potato I chips. hate on the potato. I mean, I'll probably. He's eating pork rinds. He's eating pork rinds, <laughs> son of a bitch. But still, just like going back to every woman just wants to be desired in a strong, intense way. It is very hot. Yeah. And so I, I get yes, it, Army. women want to be choked. We want to be bitten. We want to be slapped around a little bit. But there is, everyone has their limits. Yeah, of course. Of course. I don't don't know if I would want both my hands and feet tied. I feel like I would need at least my legs free or my hands free. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. I can't be behind my back because I feel like I'd be super uncomfortable. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, yeah, sure. Let's try it. But um, we're going to have a safe word. Only one guy did that to me once. Tied you up. Tied my hands and legs like in an X. But if I really had to, I could have broken free. You know what I mean? Like Mm. I'm in that situation. If you got to get out, like my wrist will bleed. I will get out of that I will bite my wrist off. Or I mean, in any scenario like that. And if I get scared and I don't think he's going to trust me, I'd be like, let me suck your dick. And then I'd bite it off and uh, spit it back out. Let him bleed out. Yeah. And then you're stuck there tied. At least he's bleeding out of his dick hole. Mm. We'll have to think of another uh, exit strategy. Yeah. I think that's a good one, dude. Not that Let that's me SOD and then. Like, act like you want him and then rip his tongue out with your teeth or fucking bite his ear off. I mean, I wouldn't bite his ear, I would bite his dick off. Yeah, you want to bite the dick off because he'll lose a lot of blood. He'll lo- and what he'll movie be was that out. where she cut his dick right off and he bled in the bathtub? House, last house on the left? Was that oh, it? I don't know. I think that's what it was. Because what ended up happening was the two guys, or was it three guys, ended up, like, following her home and raping her. And she got revenge on them. And, and cut she dicks cut off. one of the guys' dicks off. And uh, watched. she was, like, getting... She got him hard. Like, she was, like, jerking him off See? in the tub. that a girl. And then uh, she cut his dick right off, and he bled out. Okay. That takes a lot of, like, muscle, or, like, a lot of, like, pressure. I don't that. think so. I, uh, yeah, it would. But when you're... In that scenario, oh, I think it would be easy. Yeah. And that's true. Like, you want to get them hard because then all their blood, it's engorged. Mm-hmm. And that way they'll bleed out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would be hard to rip off a flaccid penis. That thing's so stretchy and squishy. Like, that thing is so gross. It's not getting caught up here. It's squishing around. Oh, Ew, flaccid wieners. Ew, flaccid wieners. <laughs> that one wiener that you t- uh, the doctor. Oh, yeah. The TikTok. The so, d- dick duck on the dick, TikTok. Yeah, the dick talk on Love TikTok. It's cute, right? It's precious, but when he, like, snapped that stuffed animal, I was like, ugh! Yeah. I felt <laughs> it, even though I don't have a penis. He's funny. He's a funny guy. All right, so we're going to kind of keep this train Okay, going. we're going to go on to the teacher documentary. So, now. I didn't watch it, but it's... Uh, it's called Keep This Between Us, and it's pretty much about grooming a I, young person. Would you I, say? Well, no. I, I didn't watch the whole thing, so I got bored with it. But sadly, we in the that. beginning of it, I, I get where this girl's coming from. She was pretty chill. I think she's about my age, maybe a little older. And she was like, listen, something weird happened to me in high school. And I want to know more about it. I'm, I'm kind of confused. So she's like, I'm making a documentary. I'm interviewing my high school friends. And I'm going to try to contact this guy. When she was in high school, she started dating this teacher. Because this teacher, which it, she said, kind of groomed her into whatever she was supposed Did to be. Did they disclose she, his age and her age at the time? 16 she was 16 and he I don't remember his age he probably was in his late 20s early 30s I think late 20s he said was he on it no no he had written an email to her that uh that was read but no pictures of him no he did not want anything to do with it I, that I don't know. He really didn't want to talk at all. Mm, shocking. So uh, there was one uh, interview. She was interviewing this girl from her high school and was like, did he do anything impro- inappropriate to you? And after this interview, I was like, I'm turning this off. Because she was like, well, at one point I was in the room alone with him and 
Uh, she kept like going back and forth. She's like, I must have asked him about anal sex because my boyfriend wanted anal sex. So you decide to ask your teacher about it. Now, something doesn't sound right. He was like a friendly teacher. He had kids to his house. He was like the cool one. Let's watch a movie. Let's do They all felt very comfortable with him. Okay. That doesn't mean you ask your teacher about anal sex. Not to say that it's her fault. No. Um, so she said in return... He was very descriptive. He never touched her, but verbally, he was very descriptive about how you have anal sex and what you should do prior to anal sex. Nothing. You don't have it. And what any, right, like any teacher would be like, uh, this is inappropriate. Yeah, this is inappropriate. So he, he kind of wanted the kids to get inappropriate with him and see if he could take advantage, is how I viewed it. Okay. So, but this girl that is doing the documentary, I don't know. I I found it to be a little dramatic because although you're 16 and he's in his 20s and it's obviously inappropriate what he's doing and I probably more came out that I didn't see and people out there, if you got abused by a teacher, like that sucks. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not but just a one, teacher, but anybody. Anybody that you think is supposed to be, you know, your uh, superior. Not even just that, but anybody who is older than, I would say even 18, should know better not to mess around with a 16-year-old. Yeah, obviously. Obviously. But no one stopped this. Like, some of her friends were like, I didn't know you guys were fully dating. Uh, her parents kind of knew, but not really. Um, then I blame the parents. If they had a, an inkling that it was happening and they didn't do anything about it, they yeah. let it happen. Like, shame on them. Yeah, it's true. Like, and, you know, some of her close friends were like, I didn't know the extent of it, but we all knew it was inappropriate. Mm-hmm. So why didn't anyone say anything? Right. I mean, why not speak up? And when you started feeling like it was inappropriate, why didn't you say something or stop it? Now, again, I get the, like, I'm scared. I don't Mm -hmm. want to deal with it. I totally understand that. But anyway, once that interview was happening about the anal sex and they both started crying over it, and I was like, this is dramatic and ridiculous, and I I gave up and I stopped watching it. So I don't know what to say any more than I don't know how y'all feel about it. I think it's, I mean, we all know that it's inappropriate when a teacher and a student have a relationship, but I don't want to necessarily. Did that happen in your school at all? Victim blame. There was a situation in school. Um, I was in my junior year of high school and every year we had a class trip. So the seniors had their class trip and they did a cruise. Well, most of the seniors were 18. So when you... Um, cross over the line, the international line. Where did they go? I forget where they went to. Oh, all right. Um, Were they or you? Weren't you? No, no, no. I was. I wasn't my class. Oh, oh, it was a senior. Okay, got it, got it, got it. So the guidance counselor at the time was drunk in a hot tub with boys being. Ooh. This was a male guidance counselor. No, this oh. was a female oh, guidance counselor. Oh, even better. They, I mean, that's at, a fantasy for dudes. They you know were, what I yeah, mean? They, they were loving, it. Yeah, but unfortunately, <laughs> it was reported. Oh, she was. I remember they got back. I mean, the guys were like, "Fuck yeah," but she was in trouble. She was. She either had to resign and still be able to teach, or she would be fired and probably lose everything. Um, she chose option one. Wow. So, yeah, she uh, she was a beautiful woman, but, I mean... It, like... So, there there was a part in it's this... It's still inappropriate. It is still inappropriate. And, like, use your head. Come on. Duh. You can get into major trouble Duh. for this. <laughs> but, uh... Because there was... Not only... It wasn't just teachers and students. It was parents, teachers, and oh, students. Oh, that's insane of her to and, even, like... Right. And she was drunk on a cruise line with a bunch of 18-year-old boys... Who also were drinking, like, in the hot tub, filling them up. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It was, it was, it was pretty, pretty, I mean. Well. Looking back now, it's, like, scandalous. But, like, in the heart of it, I was, I was, like. What was, the fuck? I was like, what the fuck? Because, I mean, guys, you have to understand, I was a prude dance yeah, in yeah, high school. Right, right. I was like, what a whore! <laughs> but. Judgy. Judgy shame. Like, 
I, I was the girl that said, I'm never going to do blowjobs. I'm never going to do that. I know. Jesus I know. Christ. That's my first go-to. <laughs> I can't believe you weren't, like, super religious. Were you like, Jesus is my I, boyfriend. Actually, I did say, I'm going to wait till marriage to have sex. And that went out the window in college. <laughs> but I waited till I was 18. I know. I was yeah, a sweet baby Shan- girl. Shannon is a sweet baby girl. I did love my Catholic faith, and I thought that I was going to be. Oh, you get the guilt. You're like, something horrible is going to happen to me yeah, if I do. I, I yeah. did. I, I, I wanted to be that good Catholic girl. And now I know that regardless of anything, I still have a... You're still going to hell. I'm, yeah. <laughs> i still going to hell. But I'm having fun. Yeah, it's, but yeah. As you should. As you should. I don't... Um, But going back to this, I don't want to victim blame. I I don't... I, we don't even know the whole story because I didn't finish right, watching but it. But I can't <laughs> imagine... I mean, I've... Not that I've ever been a victim of you know, sexual assaults or anything like that. But, like, of course I've been in uncomfortable situations sexually where yeah, I was like, yeah. I need to get the fuck out of yeah. here. Can you imagine just, like, putting me, putting, you know, yourself in a situation where it's, uh, whether it's your boss, your teacher, you know, someone of, you know, I guess in a situation where they have power. Yeah, sure. And I'm sure they don't feel like they can tell anybody. There was a situation, I mean, this was all rumor. Um... But there was um, a cop and GI that was fucking all the underage girls in high school. This is all hearsay, but it's a small town, so. And GI. Yeah, that was a. I was probably like a seventh or eighth grade. I mean, I'm sure it was true. Oh, me too. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it was true. Me too. It's funny because, like, again, this is the shit I masturbate to. Bondage and shit? No, like a person of power controlling me. Now, again, fantasy is very different than reality. I don't think I actually want that in reality. But it's it's, boring. I don't really have any fantasies like that. I really don't. Whether it's a a priest, a boss. No. Like I mean, I am into this shit. A priest, huh? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Lots of of rubbing one out to... uh, a priest. Do you do you watch this? I've I've seen few a few porns like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and it's like I'll watch a porn and I'm like, ooh, that's hot, and then I don't have to watch porn for like six months because that's all I think about. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty simple, honestly. But I just think it's funny. Like the worst thing and rape. Like I have fantasies about rape a lot, but. I'm Again, not going to knock your, I mean, you can't, you're into it's it. It's a fantasy. It's just strange to me that why do we fantasize about things that are so horrific or in naughty. the real world? I don't know. You, you were, you're fucked up. I guess, but no, I'm really I'm just not. Kidding. I'm kidding. I don't fantasize about it. Um, <laughs> I, I, I like the idea, obviously, of being manhandled. Yeah. Like kind of going yeah, to, yeah. like, Army Hammer, you know, wanting to incapacitate me and have his way with me but <laughs> I would like to be present honestly <laughs> just make me your present and, and unwrap me yeah no I mean I would like I don't want to be incapacitated I want to be present I so don't want to be incapacitated well. no I don't want to be like that I want to I like a little bit <laughs> I like a little bit of a little bit of stuff Shannon likes a little nibble here a little yeah. nibble there but with the teacher thing you know, the guy, the teacher that was dating this girl he had written an email pretty much saying, you know, I barely knew how to date at the time. I was in my late 20s. Like, I didn't know what to do either. I'm sorry you felt this way or whatever. Now, I'm not agreeing with him because he should still know it's inappropriate. Did like, they obviously. have, and did they talk about having any, like, physical relationship? Well, oh, th- you know what? That's when I turned it off because she... Went to all these people and friends and said, it was everything but sex. And when she said everything but sex, I turned it off. Not to say that like, abuse is, has to be sexual, but I was like, come on, get the fuck over it. Like. Sorry. All right. So no B, no P in the V, but was Not until like- after high school. Oh, so they did have a sexual They did have a sexual relationship, but after high school when she was of age. Okay. So anyway, again, I didn't finish it, but but when that guy said like I was in my twenties and I didn't know much, I just thought of myself and that woman in the hot tub. I like young boys, <laughs> <laughs> and although I know I absolutely would never do anything because of the repercussions, 
That does not mean I would not fantasize if I was in my 20s. Okay, what if you met an 18-year-old boy fresh out of high school and you were single? Would you? I mean, not now. No, not at this age. Absolutely not. You still don't fantasize it about it? No, I think it's funny. at this. Hot, little hot boys come into the salon and I'm like, ooh. But, like, that's it. I mean, I, I'm almost 40. It's not, it, it's nothing to me now. But in my early 20s, hell fucking yeah. No, I... Well, obviously, the way that I pictured, like, my man differed as I got older. Like, sure. Obviously, I wanted, like, the chiseled, bare skin man, no beard. But now I want that hairy chest of a man. Manly man. I want a beard. I want... I just want hair. Yeah. And I want... That's what I go for. I don't want that chiseled shit. Get out of here. Yeah, I mean, I don't... I've had it. It's more about the face. Like, they have really cute faces, these young boys. No, I think, no, I don't, I... You're not into it. Okay, no, fair. And I'm some girls feel it. the opposite way about older men, and they're like, I want these old Tom guys. Tom like, Selleck? They'll be, oh, sure. sure Even Selleck. now, he's yeah. sexy as I mean, I, fuck. I, t- I totally get yeah, it. Yeah, I'm really into older men. I just think that they just know their way around of a, a woman's yeah. body, and they can... Like, I don't know. They can own that shit. I totally agree with you, and I don't know why I'm like, not, not too old. old, but, like, you know, 40s-ish. Yeah. I can't do 50s yet. I feel like that would be... I Until never... you meet a 50-year-old that's fucking hot. 50 ain't that far away, Shan. Rude. Well... No, I, um, my age and, like, 45, I feel like. I've never dated anyone older than me. Yeah, I have to say, like, our friend Tom and Katie. Mm-hmm. Tom's a very attractive older man. He is a very you handsome man. You know what man. I mean? And and you get he it. He doesn't do it for me, but he is very handsome. Yeah, right, right, right. He needs more hair. No, he's got tons of hair. What are you talking about? Beard. Oh, you're ridiculous. Oh, am I? Or do I have a preference? Okay. She's rude. All right, so he's clean cut. You don't want a clean cut. No, guy, I want a yeah. man. Anyway, guys, I don't know. <laughs> well, that new song came out, Demi Lovato, 29. She I talks no about idea. the, pretty much, it's like finally 29, uh, 17 doesn't look, what whatever the fucking lyrics are. But she's pretty much talking about her relationship with Wilmer Valderrama. Oh, yeah, that was a long one. How he groomed her at 17. He was 29 years old, and she thought that it was love, but now she's like... Are they that big of an age difference? Mm-hmm. And she... But they dated for, like, nine years. I know. And she... I think... I don't know if she's they, them anymore, or they, hers anymore. I don't give a fuck that's stupid. Um, To her, it's stupid, not to other people. You are a female. You've always been a female. You can't just be like, I'm a they. I think that's exactly what she can do. Okay, well, fuck yeah. <laughs> However, <laughs> um, this song is her, like, finally coming to terms with it. Like, I think, obviously, she loved him, but I think she realized, like, it was inappropriate for him at 29 years old to be... With a 17-year-old? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I to date a 17-year-old at that age, like... What is that? What What are you trying to... You are, like, I'm not lying to you. Anytime I, anytime I see, a, like, a chiseled young man, I'm like, that is sex offending uh, right there. Like, I, I'm going to go to prison. I, that's what I think of. Like, I don't want to be no, a sex offender. No, I agree with you, which is why I would never give in no, to... that's why yeah. I need... I, I, that's why I need a man. Yeah, I don't of have to worry course. about no, it. We don't Unless, of course, they have a beard and a hairy chest... Then it's game off. I don't know. Game off. Then it don't matter about the age. <laughs> well, he had a beard. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's he true. Told when, me it's, 25. it's true when Pete, when women lie about their age, a lot of them look so much older than they are. Like I, I understand that. It reminds and, me and of the say- episode of Friends where Monica thought she was dating a a senior in college but he was a senior in high school and she was 24 i think she was like 25 at the time but she told him that she was younger than that ah that's hilarious and then she ended he ended up losing her virginity to her it was so funny the situation she's like this is disgusting you're a sophomore in high school and yeah that is funny you know a little humor on the uh whole uh I know it, it's it is hard because we have never been in a. Thankfully, not, I mean, thankfully, I mean, guys, 
A Mexican tried to rape me once. This is true. <laughs> let's let's not um, forget that. So I am a victim and I'm allowed to talk about you it. You are allowed to talk about it. <laughs> and I think it's overrated. Speaking of moving on. Depending. You watched my 600 All right. Minutes. Switching gears. Guys, this is all TV talk today. I watched my 600 pound life with Melissa and that's like one of my favorite like when I'm really in my feels like I go through spurts where I'm like I'm a fat piece of shit no one's gonna love me I yeah I'll have another chicken wing no one's gonna see me naked I throw my 600 pound life on and I'm like I look great oh totally I know that's fucked up we all do it Shannon literally mm -hmm. all of us we watch that show to feel because of that and I'm like I'm not 600 pounds. Like, I got this. It, so, usually when I watch these shows, the people are, you know, like, a little hoardy and... There's a lot of things that play into not just the appetite or the food that they're eating. Yeah. It, but it's, it's, it's are... a mental thing, you know, whether... I, I know a lot of them are, like, they had bad childhood. They had a trauma. trauma of some sort. Yes, um, yes, yes. And that they... Their only comfort, they sought out comfort by food. Yes, of course. So, That's usually how it starts. Which I can relate to. I'm happy, sad, mad, glad, and I want to eat everything. Yeah, I mean, I'm a big eater. Any, I mean, I I didn't have any, like, family trauma. I mean, yeah, I lost my mom at a young age, but for the most part, I had a great childhood. But I remember whether it was a wedding, a funeral, party, like, food... And alcohol were the main factors. But to that, it. that's with everybody. You would we, think we so. all surround everything surrounded by food. Everything. Yeah. And you know what? I'm okay with it. I, same. I, I love I mean, food. Friggin' same. I love food. But with this Melissa girl, I really resonated with her because she was connected to herself and aware mm-hmm. and. I was like, oh, she's not just forgive me for this, but like white trash whatever like she actually knew herself and what was going on but she was accountable like she was accountable most of these people aren't most of these people's most of the people that are on the show are not accountable they make excuses yeah and well as me if you right exactly and she was just really aware and they followed her for about 10 years And that, like, really captivated me because she was in a marriage and this marriage went up and down. And you could see that he got really skinny at one point and then he got pretty fat at one point, too. But um, there was a situation where she lost the weight after gastric bypass, of course, and she was getting a skin reduction and she pushed herself too much. And so it was funny, like, I, I, I knew this... I mean, I'm sure this usually happens, but I could see her weighing herself all the time and getting, she's like, I just want to be this number. I just want to be this number, which this number is arbitrary. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what this number is. That doesn't mean you're healthy yet. So she kept pushing herself, eating less and eating less and pushing herself. And she had to get the skin reduction surgery, the second one. And because she pushed herself so much, her wounds could not heal. Mm. She ended up being in the hospital for three months with this, like, vacuum seal thing to cover up her wounds during this. It was honestly awful. I was like, I can't believe she's pushing through this. It's, it was crazy. And, uh... Eventually, she, you know, she gained some weight back, but then lost a little bit of it. But she was doing it healthy because she was being well no, at the hospital? No, she, she really wasn't being healthy about it until a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, because, again, you see that number go down and you're like, oh, my God, I just have to keep going. I just need to eat less. I need to work out more. And that number will keep going down. Which, once you get obsessive over that, that's when all hell breaks loose. And you're either going to gain a ton of weight after that. Or you're going to go into the hospital. Mm-hmm. There's no, like, you can't maintain that lifestyle. You can't maintain, I'm going to eat less and push harder. It's not going to happen. So she ended up in the hospital. She came back out. She got pregnant, which is what she's always wanted. Then the baby died and she had to <gasps> abort it. Oh, my God. Which was, I mean, like, I really felt for her. And she was kind of in this weird marriage because this guy took care she was 700 pounds so he all he knew how to do was take care of her and once she took care of herself he started drifting and like finding other women on the internet he didn't know what to do 
Like, he's like, all I know how to do is care for this woman. And now she's doing her own thing. What? And he just felt like shit, whatever. Um, in the end, after the 10, it was two episodes, again, about seven to 10 years of her life that they followed her. And in the end, she is a gastric bypass speaker at the hospital. She had a baby. Aww. The marriage is not great. Uh, I think they separated. I can't remember now, like the very end result. But anyway, it was... It was a good one for me. And I I know, I mean, I am not an obese person. I've never been an obese person. But mentally, I'm obese because I have gone through so much dieting and the hatred of myself and the overeating and the undereating and the fear of the scale. Like, every every woman, I feel like, has had some, you know, variety of that. Of course. And so we can all feel for these people. And for whatever reason, Melissa, I felt for you. I really did. She was really trying hard to, like, get her shit together. Yeah. I tried to watch another one, and I just wasn't resonating with anybody else. And so there was this it one. It was recently, probably within the last year or so, that it was it was on. Because it's on, like, one of the apps now that you download, like, okay. we TLC and all that. And I forget her name, but she had sort of like an OnlyFans where she literally ate. ate. I know I want I, they, I get it. But they picked out what she ate. Listen, half the shit they eat, I mean, I would love to just do that. <laughs> yeah, but you can't though. You can't. I can't fit that amount of food in my mouth at one time. Oh, she's shoveling She had an entire in. like cheesecake that she just Ugh, That would make me so sick. She had like, I remember like breakfast, it was McDonald's. It was like four large like Donald's bags filled with like that I could do I think they're hash browns no problem oh no they're a bacon egg and biscuit I like grew up on that shit bacon egg and biscuit yeah was that bacon egg and cheese on a biscuit Mm, I could eat at least 13 I I'm a hash baker's dozen baby give me the baker's dozen baby (laughs) she probably had a baker's dozen of shit. And this, this is also why I can relate to these people. I get it. I I know my appetite is ferocious, and it's like the more I eat, the more I want. Mm-hmm. So I I get it, guys. I get it, you 700-pounders. I totally get it. But I am trying to do the opposite, and I am trying to lose a little bit of weight right now. I mean, it's doing fuck, good. I'm, I'm always doing trying good. to, but I am due forever. for my, I'm doing, I'm, I'm sorry if this is. TMI, but I am due for my period. So I think that's why I was crying at Schitt's Creek, but that's another oh, story. Oh my god. Every time I'm um, about to get my period, I cry over it. I text Nick and I'm like, I'm watching Schitt's Creek and I'm like literally crying. He goes, Yeah, some of it's emotional, it's fine. <laughs> I'm like, it's thanks for I mean it's true. But um I literally ordered I ordered Chinese food and I was like, fuck it, no one's seeing me naked. <laughs> And um, we have to shift our mindset with that kind of stuff because it has no, I, I love to self load. I, I have to say I'm not an emotional eater. I really, I, I very much yeah. Am. And I, I understand that it's comforting to eat that kind of stuff, but it's not about like, no one's going to see me. I see myself naked. I know you're right. You're right. That's who cares. Megan, Nobody else fucking cares. Megan Trainer, She told, I like her. I, I love her. She has a podcast with her brother. Oh. And, um... I've listened to it. I don't like her music that much, but I like her. She's cute. But she said that her therapist told her to stand in the mirror for five minutes and look at herself naked. And, like, just to, like, self-love and love herself. No, that... I don't agree with that. I'm like, that terrifies me. No, I don't don't agree with that. That, Because that that does not work for me. Like, saying, I love you to my... Never has worked for me. I try not to be like, oh, you're a dumb fucking loser. Like, you're not going to amount to anything. I try to, like, not say that to myself. Um, That doesn't happen all the time. And I do lose. And I'm like, "Ah, self-loathing. Oh, yeah. But um, I really... I do want to be better to to my vessel. What I do, because again, I hate the positivity talk. I think, like, I'm not going to sit here and lie to myself. Because that's all I'm thinking about when, if your therapist is like, look in the mirror and tell yourself you're beautiful. I'm like, I'm not going to sit here and fucking lie to myself because that's not true. (laughs) What I'm going to do is take note of when I feel good. Mm -hmm. Okay, when I'm working out, I feel good. When I eat this, I feel good. Mm -hmm. When I eat that, I feel bad. Like, it's more just like... A happy and sad face. So how many happy faces can I get in the day? 
when I work out, when I go for my outdoor walk, when I listen to Frozen, these things make me happy. When I listen to Frozen, <laughs> you are so Really, cute. any Disney lately. Moana, oh my God. I know. It's that's great a great soundtrack. It's it is great. a great soundtrack. So anyway, that's what I do. And, and again, with like the food stuff, sometimes Chinese food makes me feel good. So, it always makes so me feel good. So I am going to eat it. The next day, not so much. But, but yeah, again, it's like, okay, but my hands are swollen and there's tons of sodium in this and I'm really thirsty. You know what I mean? So, like, you, I just take note of my body and how it's feeling. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I ignore that and continue eating cheese. Uh, Who fucking doesn't love cheese? I know, dude. But lately I have been just, like, being chill about food. And just being like, I'm a little hungry now. You know, drink water, wait a little bit, and then eat whatever the fuck I want. Sure, sure, sure. But I've never been a go, I've never been a takeout person. I don't eat fast food. I like to, I like my own food. I can't relate. I mean, I love to cook, but Yeah, you do love to cook. I love to throw down some fast food and takeout. It doesn't fill me up. I think that's, is like, when I eat at home, I can eat. Until I'm full and satiated. Yeah. And when I eat out, if I go to McDonald's, not that I've gone to McDonald's since I was like 10, but say I got a Big Mac and fries, I don't think I'd be that full. No, you definitely, like, you're definitely hungry. Yeah. And that's not my style. I want to be full after I eat. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's not very filling. It's not. So it's a ton of calories, sodium and fat, and I'm not full. Mm -hmm. Well, that's not right. No, you're right. So if I eat a bowl of oatmeal and a banana, I'm like, I'm full. And then, and then I eat, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm just, you know what I'm saying is like, no, that's less saying. calories and better for you, but I'm full and, and McDonald's is, I want, I just want more. And mm-hmm. I don't like that feeling Yeah. of like when something's so palatable. Like I'm like potato I want, chips. Yeah. Like potato. They're so salty and fat. I'm like, I want more, 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 more. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't like feeling like that. No, I, I get it, but that doesn't mean I stop. Well, I mean, I yeah, I don't, I don't always stop. I'm naughty. I'm naughty too. I mean, Shan, I'm naughty too. Ugh. Obviously. Anyway, that's TV time. That's TV time. So, oh, okay. One more thing, y'all. One more thing. Real quick, I uh, my guilty pleasure is, and maybe I brought this up before, is watching a YouTube channel called Special Books for by Special Kids. Okay. No. So it's uh, this like strange, he's pretty hot. I started watching it years ago because he looked like Noam, my Israeli lover. And I was like, oh my God, this guy's so hot, but he's very weird. Anyway, he interviews people from all ages, uh, different syndromes, mental disorders, physical disorders, burn victims, uh, attack victims, like literally anybody it's a huge range of people Mm -hmm. and so this one guy was on there and uh, this is the guy that i was talking about i forget his name attractive guy and he had issues all growing up and he didn't really know why he was having such anxiety and depression and he ended up shooting himself and uh you started yeah and it didn't didn't take (laughs) So he woke up in the hospital completely blind. I'm talking black, blackness. And he he had a brain injury. He was not the same person. So afterwards, going through therapy, he found out that his mom sex trafficked him when he was five. And all these things was started she a drug from... Addict? Probably. Yeah. It didn't really get into that. But she did come back into his life at one point and they ended up living together, which probably fucked him up even more. Mm. What I found so scary is that... He was in a coma. For, like, if I'm trying to kill myself, please don't wake me up. For God's sake. That's sakes. not how it works. It's not how it works, but fuck you, it's my body. Mm-hmm. Anywho, so mm-hmm. now he's completely blind. And he was like, I, you know, I knew my surroundings when I finally woke up from the coma and I went back home. I'd be walking around knowing, like, where things were. But let's say I opened up the fridge and, and it's all black. I can't see. And his brain couldn't understand the blackness that he was seeing because in his brain there were still images yeah you know it's kind of like locked in syndrome in a way 
And uh, you could tell that he really needed therapy and he was doing well with it. And I think he had a girlfriend. But anyway, it's a really interesting program. Mm. And uh, again, it, it ranges from like infants with chromosomal disorders to someone with schizophrenia as an adult. Like there is such a wide range and it's just YouTube channels, maybe 15 minutes long. Um, we'll have to check it out. And it's, I, it's my guilty pleasure. I've watched literally all of them. Some of them are pretty gross and some of them are cool. Oh, most of them are cool, honestly. And uh, it makes you, uh, I guess, appreciate that I have a functioning body, whether it's skinny or fat or whatever I hate about it. I think that's the moral of it's the story. Fu- it functions. Is just <laughs> appreciating what you already have. Yeah. And even like being in the hospital and sick for that short amount of time, it was like, wow, I take for granted that I can like pee by myself. Mm-hmm. That my body's like, Dina, you need to pee. Go pee. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. Like, people take that for granted until you don't have it anymore. And then that sucks. It does. So, uh, anyway, there's a TV for you. Go ahead and watch some stuff. Educate yourself. Educate yourself. And then, uh, you know, I don't know, comment on what you've been watching or if any of this was interesting to you. Of course it was interesting. Obviously. We love you. Okay, toodles. Okay, goodbye.